Guten Erev Shabbos, everyone. We're about to begin. Vestas Hashem, Shir number 102 in the Svarim Zelt Pliskin. We're holding it a safer in self-confidence. And Rosella Pliskin talks about having self-confident role models. And when you look through the history, he says, to find real-life role models of self-confidence, we'll realize that some of these people that had great self-confidence were indeed brilliant or had created were creative geniuses or had phenomenal memories uh, um, and so on. So it's easy to say, of course he had good self-confidence. If I had a mind like that, I would also be self-confident. But what people don't realize is that many, many, many role models of very self-confident, successful people were not born with unusual talents. Rather, they became skilled by practicing things over and over and over again. They became knowledgeable by studying things and by reviewing what they learned. With the G'dayla Yisrael, it's known that you have to these two categories from real, true G'dayla Yisrael. You have some that indeed were born or had special blessings where they had photographic memories and tremendous kayach naturally. And then, of course, they worked on themselves too to get to the great Torah, Talmud, Chacham, God, Ladar that they were. Then you had others that were normal, meaning average, or not necessarily showing any type of creative genius or brilliant mind, and they became true G'daylem and great Talmud Chachamim, not because they were brilliant scholars in and of itself, but because they applied themselves and they worked with Hasmada, and they had they 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 found a Rebbe or teacher that 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 they looked up to and followed, and they reviewed things with Hazara again and again and again, and they didn't give up, and that drive enabled them to persevere and accomplish what seemed impossible. And that is really the chizik we can all get. You can create that inner drive. Even if you feel you don't have any major talent, you patiently review ideas over and over again. You learn from trial and error. You continue trying to do what is right. You learn from your mistakes. You see what you need to improve. And that, by doing that persistently day in and day out, that builds your self-confidence, and you actually could become a great person. He says, very interesting, that this you could learn from very young children. You have little children that are the best role models for self-confident persistence because you watch a little boy, a little girl learn how to crawl. They don't give up. They have this inner drive and they won't stop with obstacles. They sometimes get tired of crawling and they rest and they try again. And they learn to stand up and walk and they fall down and they confidently pick themselves again until finally they learn how to walk. And then they begin to talk. First they're talking gibberish and then they're saying a few words and then they're saying more words and they're not pronouncing it necessarily correctly and their parents or all the siblings are correcting their words until eventually over time these children learn how to speak fluently. That is true with every single person who right now is walking, right now is talking. This is how they got to do it. By the persistence, but not giving up that inner drive to do that. 
And the problem is, is not because we don't have talent. It's rather because we didn't practice enough. We didn't review enough and we gave up too soon. Most people who, are, who could be tremendous Tamid Chachamim, there are many reasons, whatever it is, but the bottom line is, is if they would apply themselves, they could become Tamid Chachamim. And if they apply themselves, going to Shalom Bayis and practicing the skills and the tools, they become wonderful husbands and wives. Not to say to myself, I intrinsically am not a good husband or not a good wife or not a good communicator. It's not a matter of innate talent per se. It's a matter of persistence. And then you get the Siata Deshmaya from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like everything else that Hashem does with Habol Tayar Messiah Noisai. So it's not lack of confidence that's holding you back. It's lack of practice that's holding you back. The lacking of practicing those good habits prevent you from being able to say or do what you need to say and do. And you could say to yourself, just like I said to myself many, many times, "Eh, I can't do this because I lack self-confidence. In reality, very often, it wasn't the lack of self-confidence. It's because I didn't practice enough. That's what's holding me back. And we could daven and hope and have siyat deshmaya, hopefully, to get the right teachers and mentors and coaches to help us with this. But the key is, is you find a role model, try to get as much information from the right role model to emulate, maybe speak to the person himself if you're able to, uh, or, or learn, read books and biographies about people that, you, that inspire you so you could follow some of their ways. And learn how to do that. And view that concept of trying to strive higher and higher, not because and, and not thinking that you're gonna fail because you lack a certain talent or you lack self-confidence, but rather to believe that if you're persistent, you're gata umatsasa taiman. I put in the effort and I will find, and you believe him for that. Because Hashem placed it. You work hard, you daven, of course. Then you work, Hashem gives you that siyat of the Shmaya. Interesting, Rav Zelkliskin himself, it's very rare that he does this. It's the first time I'm seeing it here. Um, this is in Self-Confidence, it's chapter 21. So he wrote a book called Building Your Self-Image. I don't think I have that book yet. But Rav Zelkliskin explains that he had a conversation with Ravon Pincus, he's Rav Shimon Pincus's father, back in 1980, that got him to recognize his own creativity. And as Rav Zelikliskin himself thought, you know, he, he had ideas and he was talented, but he didn't recognize it. And Rav Shimshim Pincus's father, Ravon Pincus, pointed it out to him. And since then, he had an awareness that we're all creative. Fascinating anecdote he brings down here. He says that one of the most self-confident public speakers I know told me that when he was growing up, he considered himself to be of just mediocre intelligence. He had some brilliant relatives who were child geniuses, and he compared himself to them. And his unique style of brilliance was manifested in just later years. So... And then he ends off saying this, and this is, I just want to say this line and then really, really think about it. After much experience, I have learned that although some people are self-confident at a young age, 
Many others only develop their self-confidence later on in life. This should infuse us with so much hope and so much um, simcha to realize this. To realize, you know, people have, especially people that are in their late 30s already and beyond, certainly beyond, where they have deep, deep regrets. Look at this other person. He's already 20. He's he's just 22. He's just 25. And they accomplished so so much. And I'm already 38, 39, or mid-40s, or late-40s, or mid-50s. And what did I accomplish? What did I do? And what one needs to understand is that some people, they bloom early. Some people, they bloom late. You have famous people that didn't write, that were, became famous authors. Their first book they wrote, they were 55 years old. One of these, uh, Grandma Moses, they were, she was called a great painter. She didn't paint till well into her older years. So there's some people that are early bloomers, some people that are late bloomers. So all of you that feel, ah, what did I accomplish? How much could I have done in my first 35 years, first 45 years? No. You have a lot of life ahead of you. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu could help you tap into that talent of what you're good at and practice it, and you'll be matzliach. And what you start from today and you appreciate this day, no matter what, and you appreciate everything you could accomplish this day, what did you do to practice on that? Whatever skill you want to do, you want to become a Talmud Chacham, you're going to start with maybe Mishnayas, so listening to Shir, small steps at a time, small steps in your life will help you make big changes, and you focus on your strengths. Yes, you take inventory of your shortcomings, but you focus on taking inventory of your strengths as well. What are you proud of? What are you good at? What strengths do you have that you can make a meaningful contribution to the world? Most of you listening, just like all of most of us, just like Rosella Pliskin himself admitted until he had this conversation, most of us do not realize what great strengths we have and how much of a meaning contribution we can make to the world around us and to the people around us. And it's not a matter of major, major talents. It's a matter of just practicing good habits. And ultimately, you'll see your talents will, talents that you didn't even know you had, and you will see it come out. And you do your best you can to bring out those talents, no matter how how late in life it is, and no matter how many times you think you failed. No matter how old you may feel you are, no matter how tired you feel you are, no matter how discouraged you may be, it's never too late to build on the yesterday and move forward in the present, to move forward with strength and with simcha and with dignity and to bring out that greatness in you. And this is where healthy self-compassion can help you. Again, you could use self-compassion to an extreme way like the liberals in our country do to just throw up your hands and say, I'm not responsible for anything and I don't need to accomplish anything and I don't need to answer to anybody because I have self-compassion. I love myself no matter what I do. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about this excess self-judgment that crushes a person. That's what we're talking about. But overall, you need to have good feelings about yourself. You need to have a basic sense of worth, 
of the way you really feel in a healthy way. And not to compare yourself much to others. Not to make yourself feel inferior to others. This is all part of it. You need to write down. Write down 10 things that make you feel like you're a, why you're a worthy person. And write down what you would really want to do in life. What you would want to accomplish. And don't think along the lines, do I have the talent? Do I have it? what it takes? You have the ruts. And especially when it comes to spiritual things in Torah and Avoid and Chesed. And you just go out there and you start practicing it. And part of this, frankly, is also to forgive yourself. To forgive yourself with the mistakes that you made. Acknowledge it. You goofed up. But how long can you beat yourself up? On and on and on. You know, even with the Shari Tshuva, Harata is one of those conditions of Tshuva, but it doesn't stop it there. People get stuck in that Harata mode and they don't know how to get out of it and they don't know how to go further. Learn from your regrets means you don't, not like Malagay, where you just regurgitate it again and again and again. You'll learn it and you move forward from it. And self-forgiveness is the first step in freeing yourself from that unhealthy self-judgment because you have that this inner critic, inner critic in the form of the Yetzirah that keeps on reminding you how much you screwed up, how much you spend too much of your life beating yourself up instead of beating yourself, building yourself up. That was the thing. The Yetzirah was trying to beat yourself up and you needed to build yourself up. Yes, you take that thing that you need to correct, but not bashing it. You need to be kind to yourself to the extent not to be at war with yourself. To work on recognizing I could make a mistake and that's okay. I love myself and I can learn from it and I can grow. So to review the main points of this year is number one is to learn to find self-confident, healthy role models to follow. Number two, to realize that most of us, it's not the lack of self-confidence or the lack of talent rather. It's not the lack of ability that holds us back. It's the fact that we didn't practice enough. That we didn't practice enough. And when we do practice those healthy behaviors, we can achieve the most unbelievable things. That's number one. Number two is you appreciate today, no matter what. Number three, you focus on your strengths. Just like you're taking inventory of your shortcomings, you take inventory of your strengths. What you're proud of, what strengths do you have? what you enjoy, what you're capable of doing. Number three, take small steps in your life. That helps you make the bigger change. Number four, no matter how old you are or how tired you are or how discouraged you may be, it's never too late to build yourself and move forward. And number four is to recognize, especially those that are beyond their 20s and or, or they're in their 30s, 40s, and 50s or even 60s, they could accomplish a tremendous amount going forward. The fact that some people are early bloomers and some people are late bloomers, that's the way it is. A lot of people shone in, shined more in life in the later years than in earlier years. And take realize that it should give you a tremendous amount of chizik. Use self-compassion in a healthy way to build yourself up, to get to that point, and to forgive yourself, and to move on from that. And that is all extremely healthy and vital to do. 
May we all be zeichet to this. We daven to Hakadosh Baruch Hu for this. Ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu in atachayin ladam das for emotional health, for sanity, for stable feelings, and that should cause and bring about a tremendous healing in Klal Yisrael that we all need, not to bash ourselves, but to keep on trying and davening. And Hashem will help us heal and will help us live to the, our fullest potential. Have a wonderful Shabbos.